You're listening to Red Nation Online. Jay, good night and welcome to After Woodworks. I am Kevin Aramie and it is a beautiful day indeed for the Montreal Impact today. Well, yesterday, the Montreal Impact have finally found a real partner for a radio broadcast for their entire season of this year and the two following year for three years. The Montreal Impact will be broadcast on TSN 690 Radio, 690 AM, the one true sports radio in Montreal, the only Sports Radio in Montreal, so it's going to be a pleasure to listen to Grant Needham, Brian Wilde, and Rick Moffat on TSN 690, and to celebrate that news today on Off The Woodworks, we talked to Brian Wilde of CTV and TSN Radio. He talked about us, the deal, and what to expect this year on the broadcast of those games. It's going to be amazing. Call commentary by Grant Needham, former striker of the Montreal Impact, and the... Two play-by-play guys will be alternating between their availabilities. We're going to be Brian Wilde and Rick Moffat. It's going to be amazing. And the whole season is going to be on TSN 690, except the couple times where there's a conflict of schedules between the Montreal Impact, the Alouettes, and the Canadians. It's going to be on CJAD. But other than that, no more wondering where to listen to the Montreal Impact when you're on the go, when you're on the road, when you're in the car. What to do when there's a game of the Montreal Impact and you can't listen to it at home? Well, no need to wonder anymore. Tune in your AM dial to 690 to listen to Brian Wilde and Rick Muffet. So we're going to talk to Brian Wilde in a couple minutes. And then the second half of the show today. It's another big day for MLS, for Major League Soccer, and especially for David Beckham and Miami. Yes, Miami, uh, South Beach. For real, man, they're getting their team eventually. If they can pull off the big feat of building a stadium without any governmental funding, they're going to have an MLS team. It's going to be owned by David Beckham. So to talk about that on the second half of the show today, we have Kyle McCarthy from Fox Soccer Inside MLS, who was and is in Miami as we speak. And he attended the press conference and he talked to Don Garber and to David Beckham. And he will talk to us about the whole thing. It's a great interview. It's a great day. It's a great show. So it's going to be amazing. But to start off, before we talk to Brian Wilde today, what I really want to talk about, just a couple of news from the Montreal Impact. This week, it's the second week of the training camp. And there's a couple of tidbit of news that came out this week. First of all, if you can't wait to see the new jersey of the Montreal Impact, because yes, the Montreal Impact will be sporting a new jersey this year. It's going to be unveiled March 4th at 6 o'clock, and you can be there. You're invited. Just go to the impactmontreal.com, click on the link, and you will be able to get your invitation for that great 
unveiling of that new jersey from the Montreal Impact. And there's a player that's been negotiating with the Montreal Impact for the last couple days. And it's a very a public negotiation. It's a striker from Uruguay. Uruguayan striker of 21 years old came Santiago Gonzalez. Santiago Gonzalez, me llamo Santiago Gonzalez. And Jugador uh, de Montreal Impact? Maybe it is in the plans. Maybe it's in the book. Maybe it will happen. But you know what I'm thinking? It's been out for a couple days. Still no official signing. Just there's official press releases. They're actually talking that are talking. You know, both sides are saying that they're talking to each other. But as long as I don't see a signature on that white piece of paper, it is not official. But it would be a great addition, especially for the first couple games of this season, because we all know that Mark Cotavallo is suspended for the first three games of the season due to his action in the postseason game against Houston. Yes, against Houston. You remember, do you? That dreadful, dreadful, oh, dreadful game against the Houston Dynamo. That was awful. That's all in the past. We're looking forward to the future. It's a beautiful day. And to celebrate that beautiful day for the Montreal Impact, it is with great pleasure that I would like to welcome Mr. Brian Wild to the show right after this. Today was a big day for the Montreal Impact and TSN Radio, and it's a great pleasure that I would like to welcome Mr. Brian Wild from CTV and TSN 690. Hello, Brian. How are you today? I'm pretty good in yourself. I'm well. It was a good day. A great day. Uh, first of all, three years, the Montreal Impact, every single game almost will be on TSN 690. How do you feel about that? What's the not almost part? Uh, CGAD, when there's a little conflict with uh, Oh, the I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, no, we're going to have all the games, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, when the Alouettes and the Impact are on at the same time, the Impact will likely get moved over. Uh, they'll look at the ratings, though, and see which one's higher and uh, decide <laughs> what to uh, uh, do there. But Because uh, I see a moment in time when the Impact ratings are better than the Alouettes. And we'll see which one moves. But yeah, if uh, there is a conflict and both teams play at the same time, it will move over to CJAD. But for all intents and purposes, uh, it means that in Montreal, any other radio is going to be able to hear every single impact game. And, and that's wonderful. And that's a first. And you're going to be the play-by-play for most of the game, if I'm not mistaken. Well, it, the way it's going to work is, of course, I have a commitment at CTV. Mm-hmm. And uh, even though I work all year there... The primary responsibility I have at CTV is to cover the Montreal Canadiens. And then in the summer, my load gets lighter. I have some time owed because if the Canadians go far in the playoffs, especially, I have some time owing to me. So in the summer, I, I tend to fill in a little bit, and I have some vacation. And it's, it's not an extensive role like the Habs is. So when the Habs end, then I will switch to soccer. And if they go far... Uh, it would mean that Rick would do it maybe into May. If they don't go far, then i pick it up in May, uh, April. So it just depends. And then in September, when the Habs break for camp around mid-September, then I will go back to hockey again. And as you know, I think there are five games of the impact. 
yeah. back in October, and then if they start on March eighth, and and they have five or six games in March leading into early April. So it, it, in the end, it'll probably be pretty close to half and half between Rick and me, because he also has Alouette responsibilities in the summer because he's their play-by-play guy. So there really was no way for Rick to do it by himself or for me to do it by himself. And Chris Barry wanted us. Um, um, to have a, a consistent voice, but it just wasn't possible because of the commitments that Rick has because of his other responsibility and the commitment I had because of mine. Well, I'm really looking forward to it because it's going to be a continuation almost of the round of four from halftime in CGAD from yeah. the game of the Munchabak. We're on CGAD, so it's going to be a great atmosphere. It's going to be the place to listen. No more wondering if it's going to be on or not. We all know exactly when the impacts are playing, it's on TSN. Absolutely. What it's a really describe? great day. Oh, I've, I've been. A, I've actually. When I learned last night there was going to be an announcement today, I had a feeling mm-hmm. it was going to be that. Ah, good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they were pretty good at keeping it silent. That's for sure. Uh, it was hard for me to keep it silent because I got a big mouth, but I managed. <laughs> I wish I would have tweeted last night, but no. <laughs> I couldn't. And uh, it, you know, you, when you try to take a gamble on something like that on Twitter and. Every year, there's just so much heat to pay. It's it's almost never worth it to be honest. Exactly. I always before I press send, I think about it a couple of minutes. Yeah. If I still want to say it, then I send it. Ah, good thinking. Absolutely, that's not a bad concept. <laughs> so, how would you describe um, the way it's going to, the games are going to be portrayed on the radio this summer? Well, I mean, we think that we've got an exciting product for sure. I mean, uh, we think that we've got a growing product as well. We think the MLS is the place to be. I mean, even this week, a huge news out of Miami that David Beckham is, and uh, his billionaire partners are going to throw down some huge cash. <laughs> They're not looking for anything from the Floridian government. They're not looking for any handout from Miami City Council. They're going to do it all on their own. They're going to make a soccer-friendly stadium right in the heart of downtown Miami. They say it's even going to maybe be on an island yeah, it might in be downtown Miami. Be so, so I mean, this is big money coming in from David Beckham and what he's involved in generally does extremely well. Uh, MLS is growing. They've gone from asking, you know, only five, ten million for franchise fees to a uh, hundred million, and for the New York Cosmos. I mean, this is this is when a lot of people two, three years ago were talking to me about being in the MLS. They'd always say something to the effect of, you know, it's basically the CFL. <laughs> But you know, it, that's crazy talk because this is way bigger than the CFL. It may in Montreal be an equivalent franchise at this point, but the future compared to where the Canadian Football League can ever go, considering the population of our country and it remains in Canada, compared to where the MLS can grow. I mean, it, it, Don Garber said today he wanted it to be one of, the, I think he said, top five leagues in the world. And I think the possibility exists for that. So I'm just excited to be a part of that. Um, I'm excited to travel around North America and see these stadiums, call these games, be the involved in this fashion. It's going to be amazing. Absolutely. The atmosphere in Seattle and Portland, I, I can't wait to be a part of that. I can't wait to be a part of the atmosphere in Kansas City where the defending champions had just wonderful atmosphere already there and how much more exciting that's going to be now that they're champion. And going forward to, to be... it very close to the New York Cosmos first game 
and even going forward beyond that to see if David Beckham can make his dream come true and be a part of that. I mean, there are a lot of... I watched uh, the MLS um, on uh, their website, MLS.com. Mm-hmm. It's available on Apple TV, too. And I'd either watch it on my big screen through Apple TV or I watch it on my iPad. And um, the atmosphere in a lot of parks is just fantastic, and I can't wait to be a part of it. I mean, there's still the Chivases of the league, and they got to <laughs> find a solution there. But for the most part, the atmosphere in a lot, a lot of buildings is, is just going to be wonderful to be a part of. And... Uh, I simply cannot wait. I cannot wait. It's going to be wonderful. Well, Brian, you're giving me goosebumps. It's going to be great. I mean, it's just going to be, and it's about time, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just about time. I'm really happy that TSN has committed to this. I think they have a guy in place there. Chris Barry is a leader yeah. who's got vision, who has an idea what the future is going to look like. And I think he's right. I think the future is MLS. I mean, I think the sky's the limit for this uh for this league and they have baby steps of course what doesn't when you try to start something but they're about to they're about to take giant strides absolutely and you were right today is a very good day because the impact in tsn very good day today. and david beckett oh absolutely i mean yeah absolutely tsn is is i mean when you look at what i mean what they started with yeah. you know that that was an organization only two three years ago that was I, was in a little bit of, of trouble. They didn't have any properties. They lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they didn't have hockey. Um, soccer was gone. They got hockey. They gave up on soccer. It was always a tit for tat, and they just weren't really ready to become a committed sports organization. And now here, with the symbiosis that is, and it's going to sound right down commercial of me to say it, but it is a symbiosis that allows this, that exactly. the entire Bell umbrella is is uh, monitoring all of this and 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 the power of bell is actually making a difference here because they own both cjad and tsn and that has allowed this all of the properties to migrate over to this one powerful place and and if you like sports i think there is now coming a moment where there's just no other place to be on the dial you've got the impact you got the alouettes you got the Habs. you got a lot of talent through the day talking all day long about whatever sport is involved and going at the moment and what people are passionate about in the day, which is most of the time the Habs. I mean, nobody's going to argue that. It's a Montreal Canadian city. But the Habs do stop playing at a certain point, and there are other things to talk about. And before, when the Habs did stop playing, everybody kind of looked at each other and said, oh, boy, we got nothing. You know, we don't do the Alouettes there at CJAD. We don't do the impact there over at CJAD. We got nothing. Exactly. And that's, that's over now. That that means now a sports network is a sports network. And if you're interested at all in anything, Montreal sports, you know where to go. There's nowhere else to go. There's no confusion. There's no crossover. It's just go there. And to make it a real perfect day, you give us the pleasure of being on our show. So thank you very much, Brian. For being on after with us. Oh, pleasure. Just a pleasure. And I'm really looking forward to actually listening to you all summer long and watching you on CTV as well. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you again to Brian Wild. It was a great honor to have you on our show. And a little tidbit of news that came out as well this week saying that. Felipe got a brand new confidence, got a brand new gumption now that he knows that he's going to be a father, that he is a father, and that the Montreal Impact's got a new coach, and he feels inspired by the new coach, 
and throwing Shalibam under the bus during the same time, a couple other players from that team did the same thing, a couple of the young guys. And my question of the week, you could say, what I would like to what you guys what I would like to know what you guys think about is Do you think it's Shalibam's fault that Felipe and a couple other young players struggled last year? Or it's just a coincidence. Let me know. Off the Woodworks at Hotmail.com. Let me know on Twitter at Off the Woodworks. Go on my Facebook page, Off the Woodworks, and let me know what you think. Is it Charlie Bomb's fault? Was Philippe right to throw him right under the bus? Hmm. Maybe. Maybe yes. Maybe no. And in the meantime, do you think uh, the Montreal Impact will sign Sergio Gonzalez? And answer that too. What do you think the new jersey is going to look like what is our new tease and we have maybe a little uh, hint if you look at the new uh, training kits and all the new little uh, tidbits of designs all across the league to uh, know what the new jersey may be maybe maybe we'll have a lot of more black we never know maybe it's going to look like the third jersey a little bit more who knows it's going to be a great thing to find out really soon all right so today of all yesterday, in the Major League Soccer world, another big news. David Beckham is back in the news. Well, and obviously, that attracts a lot of media and a lot of people. And to talk about that, it's with great pleasure that I had the chance to talk to Cal McCarthy from Fox Soccer Inside MLS, at Cal McCarthy, at Inside MLS on Twitter. He is in Miami. It was a great pleasure to talk to him about the whole Beckham situation. Does he actually do something behind the scenes? Does Is he really implicated? Does he really want to know how much a land could cost? Maybe a whole island to put the stadium on it? Maybe you think it's a, too much of a grander idea. Yeah, and what do you want to call that name? Those are all questions that Kyle McCarthy tried to answer. So without further ado, Kyle McCarthy. Uh. Uh, yeah, 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 uh, Miami, uh, uh, South Beach, bringing the heat, uh. <laughs> and we're back on After Woodworks, it's with great pleasure that I would like to welcome Cal McCarthy from Fox Soccer Inside MLS. Hello, Cal. Hi, how are you doing? I'm pretty good. You must have had a really busy day today. It was a little bit hectic, but that's what happens when David Beckham comes to town. Speaking of David Beckham... How was your how was the press conference today? It was interesting. Uh, I, I think there are a lot of questions still left to be answered, but the broad strokes are there. And, and when you have David Beckham on your side, that's what counts. It, it'll be interesting to see how everything shakes out over the next few months because there's a lot of work still to do. So for all the listeners that don't know, today David Beckham announced that he will be an owner of an MLS franchise in the Miami-Dade area. There's still no site, if I'm not mistaken, that has been chosen for this stadium, right? Correct. Uh, they are looking carefully at a site on Dodge Island, uh, right in Biscayne Bay. It is picturesque and beautiful and everything you would think a stadium site for a team run by David Beckham <laughs> would encompass. Uh, it's just a matter of trying to find the right deal to make sure everyone's satisfied. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the big elephant in the room right away. A couple of teams already tried to play in that Southern Florida market, and all of them failed. If we're talking about the Miami Fusion in the MLS, in the NASL back then, the Miami FC. So do you think that version of a Miami team has a shot of 
being good in that market. I think when you have David Beckham on your side, it's a completely different scenario. The old Fusion had ownership issues, they had location issues, and they had league issues. MLS simply wasn't as strong then as it is now. In terms of Miami FC, that's, that's, a, that's a different story. Uh, again, it's a location issue. It's an issue of, of the, the natural vagaries of, of trying to make it uh, in the second division. Uh, but when you look at what David Beckham's trying to do in Miami – and the sort of resources he's willing to put in to making this club a success, I think it's an entirely different scenario. There are still hurdles to overcome, certainly, but David Beckham gives Miami its best chance. And do you think that it actually cuts the grass out of the feet of Orlando City a little bit? I don't think so. I think uh, Orlando City will be pleased to have Miami in the league gives them a rival. It gives them someone uh, they can engage in a little bit of banter with. Uh, you saw it on social media today, uh, Orlando City talking about uh, you know, how they were able to establish themselves, come up through the ranks, uh, and really goad uh, the people of Miami. And I I've noticed that even on my Twitter feed uh, over at Inside MLS uh, this week, I I've been I was in Orlando on Monday and tweeted a lot about Orlando then, and I've been in Miami the past couple of days. And the fans have been going back and forth in the replies uh, just to, to kind of bait each other. Uh, I think for, for both clubs, it, it could turn into a positive situation. Do you think there's going to be a fan base growing before the actual bigger announcement that it's official already growing in Miami, do you think? Yes. Uh, there were fans in attendance today at the press conference. And Miami is the sort of city that embraces soccer. Uh, I was at the, the Guinness International uh, Champions uh, Cup. Yeah, uh, last summer. Yeah, last summer. That was a, a fantastic event. Uh, I was at the press conference earlier this week uh, for the ICC this year, and it was, uh, again, something where you could tell that they were excited to be back in Miami. And the demographics of this city are much, much different than they were even five or ten years ago. So for this team, it's a scenario in which they can actually – it's just going to take a little bit of work and a really good stadium plan to make it happen. And we all know Miami is the type of city that works with stars, with the glamour. And we know David Beckham's already there. I heard rumors that players like LeBron James and – Dwayne Wade and etc. are going to get involved as well. Is that a possibility? Yes. Uh, I know LeBron has, has talked to David Beckham at, at one point or another about perhaps investing in the team. His presence would add a, a little extra spice to it. Not that you need any more <laughs> with David Beckham being involved, certainly. Yeah. But those guys, those guys add to the cachet of the team. And they add to the relevance to the local community. This is going to be a difficult political challenge over the upcoming year. And Beckham, even though he has all that star power, is going to need a little bit of help to make sure that he gets the stadium deal done and gets the location that he wants. Yeah. <laughs> that team really is setting itself up to be the second most headed team in the MLS already. <laughs> Just... and, and that's behind Toronto FC, right? Well, I was going to say... As a whole, behind probably the Sounders or the LA Galaxy, as a you could say, there's 
the most successful team is always the most hated in a sense. And with all the glamour and the glitz that's coming to Miami, I got a feeling that Orlando City is going to try to play the good guys against, like you say, the, like I say, the, the bad guys of Miami a little bit. It makes sense. Anything you can do to, to engage a little bit of interest is important in this league. It's still growing. Uh, there's still work to do in terms of building the brand and expanding the fan base. So when you have a, a club like Miami that's going to come in with its glitzy stars and probably with some top-name players from around the world, it, it's a possibility that, that is intriguing for the league moving forward. All right. Do you think David Beckham's going to have an actual role in the club as a maybe not a coach or a manager, maybe in the, the offices? Is he going to be involved in day-to-day operations? He's going to keep track of, of what's going on with this club. I don't know if he will be there for the day-to-day nitty-gritty, but he, he is engaged at the moment trying to bring this team to Miami. I spoke with MLS Commissioner Don Garber on an interview that's on Inside MLS now uh, about David Beckham and his role, and, and he was talking about how Beckham was sitting in meeting rooms day after day pouring over minute financial details and reviewing documents. That's not the sort of thing you would expect David Beckham to be doing with his time, considering the options he has at his disposal. And if he's willing to get that involved at this stage of the proceedings, I can only imagine what he's going to want to do when he has a team ready to take the field. I Absolutely. It surprises me as well that David Beckham would actually be in those tedious meetings all day. All right. So now we have Orlando. We got basically Miami. Who's what market is next to complete the 22 teams for the next couple of years? Atlanta is on the list. Certainly, Arthur Blank has expressed significant interest in in investing in MLS. Uh, Minneapolis, I think, will be on the list as this grows. Charlotte has expressed some interest. The commissioner was just in San Antonio recently. That's that's an intriguing market Absolutely. given the the success that club has had in the second division. And there are other cities that are on the map that are they're trying to work their way in. Uh, I would expect that it would be an American city to round out this this uh, this sort of scenario. Uh, but you never know. Uh, it really depends on what markets are able to get a concrete stadium plan in place and cobble together the right investor group. To get into MLS at this point, it takes more than just a will. You have to have the resources and you have to have the stadium in order to do it. Uh, absolutely. All right, on a lighter note, just before I let you go, Kyle, what would you call the team in Miami? I was talking uh, with some people about this earlier, and I couldn't come up with a good answer because this is not a, a city that, that is easily quantifiable in a nickname. The Miami Heat did pretty well, and... The, the Florida Panthers, with the Panther being a mascot uh, in Florida, uh, did well. Uh, but there's nothing that's, that grabs me right away. And, and you wonder if Beckham will just go simple with it and say Miami United uh, and, as a <laughs> reference to his time with Manchester United. Or Real Miami. I don't know if he'll do that. All right. Cal McCarthy, thank you very much for being a part on today's show. 
Well, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Every time I come to town, they be spotting me. In the drop Bentley, ain't no stopping me. So cashing your dough and flow to this fashion show. Pound for pound, anywhere you go. Yo, ain't no city in the world like this. And if you ask how I know, I got to flee the fell. I would like to thank both our guests today on the show. Cal McCarthy from Fox Soccer at Inside MLS on Twitter at Cal McCarthy and Brian Weld from CTV and TSN Radio 690 at B on Twitter. Oh, it was a great show. It's a great day today. Next week, the Montreal Impact are traveling down to Florida, Orlando, Orlando City, home of the Orlando City SC Lions. Ooh, the purple team was going to join MLS in a couple years. But for now... It is the home of the Mickey Mouse Cup, as some would like to call it, or better known as the Disney Challenge or the Disney Cup. Will the Montreal Impact defend their trophy? Well, they're going there next week to start their training and to start the competition of that preseason tournament. In the meantime, thanks all for listening to this show. You can reach me on by email, offthewoodworks at hotmail.com, on Twitter, at offthewoodworks, on Facebook, offthewoodworks, and go like my page and follow me on Twitter. And uh, thanks to rednationonline.ca again. You can get this show on rednationonline.ca every Thursday afternoon from now on. So Thursdays, you'll get this show. So for all the commuters for Friday morning, you'll get it. For the people who have nothing to do during the weekend, you'll get the show. And for the people in the beginning of the week, the week after, you'll get the show as well. So every Thursdays, look for it on rednationonline.ca. You can always get the show on iTunes. Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud pretty much soon, and anywhere you'd like to get your RSS feed. So until next week, I'm Kevin Aramé, and have a great soccer. City where the heat is on.